This is the Magic Word Podcast.com. It is the third and final day here this morning getting started over in the dealer's room. We haven't really had a chance to get into the dealer's room to talk with uh, many people yet to see how things are going. And uh, one of the people who I often see, of course, at the conventions would be Don Bursell and his books at Don's Magic and Books. Hey there, Don. How you doing, Scott? Good to see you. Good seeing you then, too, my friend. So before we get into kind of some dealer items, we were talking about last evening's show. It was hosted by Scott uh, Robinson and his wife Janet, yep. uh, and open with John Armstrong. I don't know if you saw John. John yeah. did a great job. I saw John's stuff. Yep, yeah. he does great stand-up stuff. Yeah, uh, you remember the others or any comments about the? Well, I saw about uh, three quarters of the acts. Uh, obviously, Scott Farquhar's cups and balls at the end. Yeah, just slayed me. I just it's the type of thing you don't even know if it should clap because you're just stunned. You know, it was great. I loved that. Yeah. Um, who else today? Um, Danny Garcia. Yeah, I saw. I only saw the beginning of Danny's. Oh goodness! Yeah, yeah I hope he lectures about some of that. He said, "I got, I got twenty minutes or less than twenty minutes and three things to do." Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tried to jam it all in, yeah. and then the sound went out for about the first six minutes, and so like, yeah. what? Now I have what thirteen minutes to jam it in? But you know, he's a pro, so he covers yeah. well. Th- those are the types of things I like that yeah. are just so outside the norm, outside the box. That and another kind of a thing that was kind of like an invisible deck that you think is where he's going. It's like, you know, name a color, uh, you right. know, red or black and whatever. And then he's holding a piece of paper the whole time. And it, was yeah. really, it, was, it was, yeah, wonderful. Great stuff. Great it's stuff. great to it's see good magic. <laughs> it really is. And I thought last night's show was a very solid show. Yes. Yep. You know, we had a good variety. I can't remember the young man's name who was on the skateboard. Did you know him? Um, I didn't know him. But, uh, and. I thought the little twist at the end with the skateboard, you know, he says, I'm going to do this while on the skateboard. You're like, wow, okay. whatever, you know. And then, then literally the prediction is on the skateboard, you know. Yeah. It was creative. It was yeah. good. Yeah, I, yeah I, I've never met him before. I didn't know who he was. Jack somebody. I'm sure we'll come up with his name later here today. He's going to listen to the podcast and go, oh, they forgot my name. <laughs> That's right. Oh. <laughs> but, I, but it's one of those up-and-coming young uh, guys yeah. who we haven't heard much of yet, but will, I think. Sure. Yeah, I think you so, know? yeah. And, uh, yeah, I uh, had John and Danny and uh, Jack and mentioned Sean Farquhar. Eric who, Jones. And Eric Jones, yeah. yeah. Eric's stuff is, he's as smooth as they come. <laughs> and he's... And he's a nice guy, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like some people that have the, the extensive chops, you know, you meet them off stage and they can't carry a conversation. Eric mm-hmm. is just an all-around, he's a super nice guy. He really is, and I thought it was interesting in his lecture yesterday when he was saying that he is, a, what, an extroverted introvert? Yes, or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never heard that term, but it defines perfectly a lot of us magicians, I think. Yeah. On stage, we can explode and have this, but off stage, we just... A little we, bit reserved. We, we need to settle down and just get our quiet time. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. It's a great thing. So we got nine dealers uh, here, I understand, this year. And so tell me a little bit about the books. And uh, you've got a big selection there, again, as usual. I like the way you have it alphabetized. You don't have the Dewey Decimal System here, apparently. So. No, I, <laughs> I know 793.8 or 79. Yeah, see, I don't even know that, I guess. Never mind. <laughs> you got the Purcell System here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, to me, it's all alphabetical by author. Um, this has been a great convention for us. When I first started selling the books, this is the first convention I was a dealer at. Mm-hmm. And so it's always nice to be able to come back here and each year bring a little bit more and bring a little bit more. And we expanded our, our display by four crates, and it just gets bigger and bigger. And I just, for me, it was really neat to turn my my magic addiction, the, the books, mm-hmm. into a business because I've originally... like Charlie Randall. <laughs> well, originally, yeah, it was just to add to my library. Yeah, yeah. But now it's, I buy a collection of maybe 500 books. I might keep one or two for mm-hmm. myself. Sure. 
but I just skim through them and then realize, hey, this book has more value in somebody else's hands. So the knowledge continues on and on, and that's what I really like to do with my business here. You know, it's primarily books. I do carry some magic. Like, I personally collect ESP cards and ESP decks, and so you know, I have some displays of those ESP decks and t- like talking about them and showing them. But my primary business is all all books now. Like with uh, HR Magic Books, when they had a physical shop, they also bought collections, but they sold new and used. Now it seems yep. like when they're like a Magic Live, it's mostly new books and things. So do you have new ones you complement your old ones with as well? Yeah. I would say maybe 10% of what I carry is the new. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of people ask, hey, do you have that new book by Charlie Fry? Yeah. Or do you have the new book by, you know, and, and I like to carry some of those, but mm-hmm. I love the old books. You know, the set knowledge doesn't fade away. Because, I mean, if you look at this display here, yeah. I mean, there's more magic than 50 people could do in a lifetime containing these, just in, in the tar belt, you know? <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, no, that's true. We, we talk- I was disappointed last night whenever that, uh, I'd forgotten who it was, one of the uh, magicians had a lady come up and, oh, it was Sean Farquhar, because he was doing, like, his Sherlock Holmes book test thing. Okay, yeah. And then he said, do you like to read? And she said, no. She said, you're not a reader? She said, no. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> next like, trick, guess- have you seen the cups and balls? No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My point is, I would think that more people are going digital, certainly, and yeah. so are you seeing, like... Uh, I do. Okay. I mean, I think what I've seen is primarily the d- dynamic of who buys magic books. The ages, you mean? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm 56, I think, and well, most know. people who buy magic books are my age or older. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are younger people that do, and I think they're very smart for doing it. Mm-hmm. But I just, I think it is. It's, it's, you know, it's the age where you can heat up your food in three minutes instead of waiting mm-hmm. on a stovetop. You can. I want to learn that trick right now. You get the download on your phone. Yeah. T- ten minutes later, you got the moves. Yeah. You know, three hours later, you're doing it for your friends. And yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But I just, I'm addicted to the books because you're physically holding it and smelling it and touching it, and you can go at your own speed. You can flick a page, or you can go back a page, and you can. Yeah. Do you find that uh, there is a particular author or a genre of whether it's mentalism or card or stage or whatever, uh, or an author like Tamariz or somebody who is popular? It's like whenever you get them in, they go right out. Uh, Yeah, like Charlie Fry's book moves really fast right Mm -hmm. now. But I mean, you know, Charlie Fry was at Magic Live, so a lot of people got him there. But yeah, like um, Juan Tamariz released stuff, the the Nick Trost book, the number nine of the Nick Mm -hmm. Trost series. Every time one of those is released, then all the other ones before there show a little bump too because sure, they want to get the whole series. Yeah, some people get introduced, you know, through the latest one, and oh, there's six more before this. You know, that's right. Um, like ones that sell all the time. Paul, anything by Paul Curry, Carol Fox is a general good seller all the time. Um, anything by Richard Kaufman, like Coin Magic, Card Magic. You know, I mean, like between Richard Kaufman, like Hermetic Press, and L and L, those books are just such quality. You get in some from my cavney occasionally? I do. Um, like when he released Sawing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I got probably five or six copies from it. And then they were gone probably within three weeks mm-hmm. and stuff. I just haven't ordered a whole lot more because I have a spouse to answer to that, <laughs> uh, in a nutshell, um, I have about 4,000 books, yeah. uh, you know, in items in my site. I have about another 2,000 still sitting in boxes. So she said, you know what? You could make a whole lot of money if you just get all that stuff listed instead of just keep buying more. So that's why I haven't bought from Caveney lately. I haven't bought a lot of the new stuff. I just have 
tons of the old stuff to get in there. And, and she's right, you know, and I hate to admit that. But <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean. It's nice to have a partner. I mean, I know that Dick yep. and Charlie together, you know, one was always encouraging the exactly. other to do this or that, and that's what kind of moves your company yep. forward. You know? Well, and for me, too, I have Greg right here, Greg yeah. Phillips. You know, if I, need an, if I need an idea on something, or, hey, what do you think about this? Matter of fact, the actual logo, that was Greg's idea because he said, you know, it, the H&R right. is a very recognized thing, and since you bought their stock, you don't have to be H&R, right. but on magic and books. You know, and it's like little things like that that just, you know, you got friends you can bounce ideas off of. Plus, Greg helps me at all the conventions, set up, keep everything straight. Well, you know, especially with books. Down. I mean, it's a heavy thing. You know, yes, I it is. often wondered about uh, Andy Greggett. I mean, it was just him, you know, <laughs> traveling from Phoenix all over the country, you know. And, <laughs> and that's why... When he's done at a convention, it takes him eight to nine hours to, to tear down and load out. Yeah. I'm like, I have Greg, and I'll pay someone else here 25 bucks to help me yeah. carry these things out because <laughs> I'd like to get it done in an hour if we could. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad this is a good convention for you, and uh, look yeah. forward always to uh, seeing you. What number of convention is this for you? How many have you been to this year? Uh, this is six or seven, I think. This is my last one for the year now. Um, By the way, why this one instead of Daytona Magic, which was the same weekend? Just, I think because this was my first convention. Oh, okay, yeah. Like and said, and sure. Scott has, you know, Scott Robinson been nice. has been real good. And he just, I mean, he, he literally asks other dealers, you know, bring what you can. But Don's our primary book guy, so don't bring a lot of books. And if you look around our dealer room, you know, there's a few books here and there. But he kind of, in a sense, gives me the, the exclusive, on books, the exclusive yeah. on books. And, I mean... You can't, I can't say no to that because yeah. it's you know it's, Scott Scott thinks that through really well and I don't know, it's a great convention yeah. too a lot of people just hanging out together and a lot of sessioning it's a lot yes. of fun this is a great convention yeah. well Don good luck uh, on your uh, drive back I hope you, you don't have things. much to take <laughs> well <laughs> got a few more left. look at my wall <laughs> well, <laughs> well we got all today to go uh, also yeah. so. but thanks again Scott you good bet. seeing you again for the Magic Word podcast that was Don Purcell Scotty out. Still in the dealer's room and walking around, and uh, there's been a friend I had seen since Thursday night, but haven't had a chance actually to sit down and chat with uh, properly. And so I would introduce my uh, fellow, my red deck magician buddy. Yeah, that's right. Here he is, Jeff Case. Hey, Jeff. Hey, good morning, Scott. How are you, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. Always good to uh, see you. Now, by All the way, the time, yeah. this is amazing. You're wearing a, a really nice jacket. You're saying it's made from a sweatsuit. It's, it's, yes, yeah, it's hilarious. No, it's funny because it's actually made from, they modeled it after what sweatsuits are made from so there's a lot of stretch in it and it it keeps you warm you know because it's been chilly down here the last few days but it gives you that you can have a little style but you know you're you're rednecking it it's a sweatsuit (laughs) and no my mom didn't make it (laughs) i was about to say was that handmade or no you actually bought that yeah from uh so they intentionally made this yes yeah yeah uh i'm not like these younger fellas no they wear these stovepipe pants and Man, they're like, well, I don't know how they even walk. I'm, I'm scared. Some of these guys in the suits over, I'm like, if that guy sits down, his pants are going to split. And I'm not because he's heavy, you know, because he's, uh, but, uh, yeah. So. so you don't have any sweatpants to <laughs> no, go with yeah. that jacket? You know, you know, we're like the George Costanza from Seinfeld. If you start wearing sweatpants and a polo, you done gave up. That's it. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fancy almost gave up. I got a jacket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you ain't right. Man. That's why I love it. So do you do NASCAR? Uh, you know, too? this is going to blow people's minds. I grew up up in Charlotte, uh, and I've been living in Greensboro, which is in the middle of the state, for about 27 years. I can't stand it. 
Really? I can't stand it. country music? Oh, I love country music. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. But halfway there. Yeah, that's right. Well, I'm married to Texan, so, you oh, know, yeah. I had to like country music, and I had to learn the two-step. Yeah, and, uh, and get some boots. That's right. Um, no, a friend took me to a race. Gosh, I think I was like uh, 20, 22-something. And it was, I mean, he was, you know, isn't this awesome? And I couldn't hear nothing. You know, what? And I'm awesome looking what? around. I'm looking around. I see all these people with head, ear, ear, earphones. Uh, not, I was not using the right yeah, word. Ear protectors. Yeah, like nice ones. And I'm going, why is everybody wearing that? Uh, let's get started. Whoa, 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 whoa. And I'm like, oh, that's why. You wow. Know? And tire stuff just flies up and hits you. And this was back in the day when people used to throw chicken bones from the top row and throw what? them at the fence. Oh, I've never been to yeah. NASCAR. Oh, right over here at the Charlotte Motor Speed. They used to, they don't, they stopped that, right? But they back in the chicken day, bones on the, on the they would roadway? Eat, or? No, like in the, during the race, if they got mad about, you know, yeah. something or whatever, they took their chicken bones and would throw them at the fence. So you had to. Wow. I, we rednecks, folks, okay? we I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm a class. Hey, the difference is I'm the regal redneck. I'm a classy redneck, okay? How, how do you differentiate? Uh, yeah, I dress up. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I don't want to get off topic here, but here's something funny. Uh, Eric Jones, you know, was talking about embracing himself. And, you know, I... I understand that a lot of people have a character that they perform as, and yeah. I get that. But my character is is me. I'm I'm actually the same guy. You'll sit down and have Are you lunch a bigger with. version of you, though. Yeah, that's what I would say. It's a little bit more tweaked up, tuned up, and I, I twang up the southern a little bit when I perform. But yeah, this was about 15 years ago. I was in the pro- I do a lot of public speaking and everything. And I was thinking now about 20 years ago, maybe even 25 years ago, I was like, I'm going to take some voice lessons and and do kind of like what Amar did. Like, I'm going to drop that southern accent because you know how people are. I don't mean like nope. you that way, but they- I know a guy who had a Cajun accent and he couldn't drop it, so he ended up doing doves, so he could be a, do a sign of that. He said, I, I don't want I people to hear me. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know what they say about Lance Burton, right? His early manager was like, Lance, don't talk, <laughs> don't say nothing. And yeah. the same thing with Rock. Hey, Rocco, don't say nothing. (laughs) But, you know, the thing was that I was concerned working for corporations and stuff is unfortunately sometimes, and I don't think it's as bad now, but when you open up and you have this sort of a southern country type accent, they're like, oh, this guy's stupid. He probably lives in a trailer. And this is another weird, funny anecdotal story. When I was in Factors, and God, this was 2001 or 2002, you'll remember when that big faction from England came over, John yeah. Allen, yes. Nick Nick Einhorn, uh, John Archer. Yeah, all these came around. <laughs> and I'm, you know, we're introducing and talking to each other, and they love to hear me say stuff, and I'm telling them, well, I like to hear you say stuff, you know. But it was funny because one of them was looking at me, and I'm like, what's up? He goes, he goes I'm not trying to be funny, mate. He goes, you you're like, uh, you're not missing any teeth. And, and you know, and I'm like, he had I this. said, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, uh, you're a British guy asking me about teeth? Yeah. What in the <laughs> world, you know? But, and it wasn't, I think it's because, you know, how they portray it, sure. it, when something like that happens. But anyway, to my wife told me, she goes, no, honey, this is, I think this is something that's endearing about you. you, you your, your personality and the way you deal with yeah. people and talk, it's kind of a... It's, uh, what's the word? I'm, it's not attractive. That's not the word. I, yeah, she used to find me attractive. but <laughs> um, It's endearing and it's warming and, and, you know, 
they know you're just a, a down to earth fella, and right. that, that's that's who I am. So yeah, I, I remember it. years ago when I was having a uh, 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 my wedding band remade, yeah. and I was going to have it in the uh, as a nugget ring, like a shape of Texas, oh, wow. with I was going to have a diamond, you know, like where I lived in Midland and Dallas yeah. and Houston, different places. And I was talking with that with a buddy of mine, Charlie McFarlane, and he w- did a lot of trade shows all over the yeah. world, really. Yeah. Plus he was a pilot, you know, oh, for wow. Continental, so he flew every place. <laughs> you got to be smart to be a He's, pilot. Yeah, but, but, but I the want point. the smartest guy in the cockpit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not the second smart. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so, but he was saying, as much as I travel, and he said, people, particularly in the, in the Northeast, will look down on you if anybody sees you with the Texas ring. They put you in a different. They do category. They do. It's kind yeah. of like you know, okay, we drop your IQ by you know a hundred right. or whatever. Right. And and I think so. That, I changed. I ended up getting yeah, no, a nugget, no, no, but I looked like Dallas. And, and I, we didn't like Texas. Yeah. And I know we got sidetracked, but I hadn't seen you in forever and got to really talk to you. So you know. It, it, I don't think it's as bad now, you know, but it, it, it's just a thing, and you sort of have to kind of work your way through it. But what's what's what I like that's great is I get to be myself, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> but when I get introduced, I'll tell you another story some other day about this is the shortest version I'll give you. I'm at a VFW. There's about 200 people there. I'm off in the wings getting ready to get introduced, and I mean right before but Bob just passed away. Mm-hmm. Gasp crying and yeah. I'm standing off the wings going oh my god tell that story some other time but I'm thinking when that happened right that was like 20 years ago I'm like that'll never happen again yeah. ever yeah. ever and like 6 or 7 years after that it happened again wow. so that's when I started handing people a little 3 by 5 index card and I'm looking at them going don't say anything but what's on this card yeah. and then I go did anybody die do you have any weird announcements something happened yeah. that, don't say it just this right Yeah. if, if somebody died tell them after yeah, the show that's right wait till I'm gone yeah. Yeah. and hopefully I won't die on stage <laughs> <laughs> but you know, uh, that's a good idea. That happened to Walter Blaney also one time. Yeah, it's it, it's. Uh, you have to, when, when we finish with this, you got to hear the funny story yeah. that happened to yeah. me and Mike. But anyway, so about the shows. I'm sorry. I, no, no, yeah, I was going to talk about the, uh, yeah, the shows at the convention, want, but yeah. it was something else. Didn't you say, or I hear that you were going to possibly be opening a, uh, a magic venue? We're, because yes. I, one of the lectures that they talked yesterday was, was, was Sean yeah, Farquhar yeah, talking about good. opening up his Hidden mm-hmm. Wonders. Mm-hmm. And so you're thinking about maybe something. Yeah, I, I've, so there's, we have a, uh, it's a little bit of a unique situation. There's a, an old farm that was started in the mid-1800s. And a family bought it, uh, I don't know how many years ago, but it's a, it's a wedding venue and, and a, a corporate event venue. The, mm-hmm. the, their bread and butter, of course, is yep. weddings. Right. But, I mean, everything <laughs> is there. The gazebos, the, the, everything you can think of there because they just transformed this farm. But the yeah. house is still there, but they're all offices now. Yeah. But everything in it is real. So I'm doing a one-time-a-month show for them, which runs from April. Their season is April through October. Mm-hmm. But there's another place in Greensboro called Revolution Mill. That's the new name. but And they purchased this, I think, seven or eight years ago. It's the old Cone Mill. And if you do research on Cone Mill, you'll find out everybody bought that particular one made flannel, but there was another one that made denim, mm-hmm. and that was the denim that was used all over the world. Everybody, wow. If you wanted denim in those days, they wanted to get it from Cone Mill. So that's the place that was available? Yeah, it's Revolution Mill, yeah. So they, so they had to remodel the whole they've, thing. Yeah, they've a lot of the original flooring is still there. A lot of some of the steel beams they were able to keep, you know. But so right now there's so is it like a strip mall or something. Oh, it's there? Huge. no, 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 no. I mean, you would think that. No, there's restaurants and bars. So I'm saying, okay, so there are different places yes, within. Okay, yes, I'm with you. and there's doctors' offices. So there's 
probably right now. I think there's a hundred and sixty, two hundred seven. So they're already bringing people in. Oh as yeah, far this has been going. Yeah, so there's a yeah, hundred and seventy so, vendors, and gotcha. there's like two hundred and something luxury type apartments. And within two years, there's going to be a hundred twenty five room boutique hotel. And I love telling this joke because when yeah. when the owner told me, he goes, "We're getting ready to build a boutique hotel." I'm I'm like, "What the heck's a boutique hotel?" <laughs> he goes, "It just means a hotel that's expensive and has." I'm like, "Okay, why don't you just yeah, say, say fancy? That, that would have helped me, you know." Hotel. But um, <laughs> so your place then is going to be then for We're, stage close up both. It's going to be exclusively close up and a little bit of parlors that we're doing 35 seats Are you booking uh, people like to come in or is it going to feature you that's or, i mean like that's john has just him yeah well and that's what this owner wants you know i can't imagine that that somebody wants well, you have that much i'm like oh my god i can only take actually if you're listening yeah yeah if you're listening to this now you're like oh my god let me turn this guy off but uh <laughs> and i get it i get it so yeah we're going to uh use one of the rooms that's already there and kind of like some of the churches do when they instead of having a church building they come up and set up all the time mm-hmm. so we We've got a system that we're doing where we can break it down really quick, set it up really quick. Now, the ultimate goal is moving towards something that would be more permanent, but it's going to be a little bit uh, fluid. Okay, to begin with. Um, you know, yeah, carpeting. And when are you talking about uh, spring, summer? <laughs> no, no, or before 25? Okay. <laughs> no, what's crazy is I was the first show was supposed to be October the 19th, and we kept talking. I'm like, I don't think we're going to make that, you know. Uh, the show's ready, I, I, you know, but... Uh, I think I think we're looking at doing the first one, which is going to be a learning experience for all. It's November the sixteenth, or maybe the what's uh, they called? What's the venue called? It's Revolution Mill. Yeah, we're we're working on a name for the place, right? Uh, but the show is a a slightly crazy case of magic. I like that. Yeah. Since, like, since your name is Case, now tell me for as we start to wrap up over here. What about your uh, if people want to get in touch with you to stop by? In other words, if they're coming by to visit and they want to say, "Hey, there's I'm going to be like in Asheville or someplace. I might as well drop on down there." Yeah, that, so. that is very very kind of you. Uh, they can go to it's not on their website and stuff yet because they don't want to do the advertising push till everything's ready. But you can get a hold of me and, and my website is real easy. It's jeffcasemagic.com. J e f f c a s e the wordmagic.com yeah okay. and i'd love to talk any you want to you know what if you got problem going to sleep just call me and and, and if about five minutes you'll be out you know and i'll just hang up and i'll say hey thank you very much you know so but anyway. thank you jeff yeah 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 it. did you want to hear anything oh so i do yeah, yeah just briefly about live we t- yeah. I, I talked with don Russell a little bit yeah. he didn't get to see all the show then last yeah. evening what was your overall impression and what stuck out for you for it, last you know evening? that was the first time we'd done it i've been coming to tricks forever actually when it used to be in the room we're standing in which is okay. the dealer room this was the old performing Oh, really? you know, yeah, this is where the, yeah. yeah, this is where the convention was. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think John Armstrong killed it. I, I absolutely enjoy his, his style. It's different than mine, but I like it. Of course, Sean was just, you know, absolutely amazing, and everybody loves Sean. And, um, yeah, it was. I thought it was a great show. It was interesting because they'd never done one on a Friday night. We usually have at least one, maybe two lecturers on a Friday night. So it was it was a bit of a change for all of us, but I think it was refreshing. Yeah, I think a, so. And uh, a, there were a lot of, well, there are public seats that were sold. Yeah. They're going to do it again tonight. Oh, and tonight, got- then the public is... The public is not used to us having a show on Friday night, so uh, I mean I know the room was packed, still packed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can tell you tonight it'll be full as a tick about the pop. And for all y'all that ain't a redneck, that just means like you know, (laughs) look it up. (laughs) It'll it'll be full as a tick about the pop, man. It's it's gonna be packed because everybody's been coming to the Saturday show for years. By the way, before we close, also that speaking about JeffCaseMagic.com and your website, are you selling like I know you got some uh, (laughs) some uh, ESP cards that are oh you. 
Did the you redneck. See those? I think yeah. didn't you mail those to me? I think you said I you will. were going to. Yes. Or? Well, I waited to. We were finalizing the one that's the wavy lines. Yeah. Okay. So that's very kind of you, Scott. So yeah, they're going to be done in January. We're working on the back design. I'm gonna let y'all know it's a camo back. Okay. <laughs> and uh, you know, camouflage for. Yeah, that's right. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I forget who I'm talking to. Uh, but you know, I've got those new poster cards that uh, have a card reveal, and um, I've I've got a card stab that's coming out. It's called the Redneck Card Stab. It's pretty funny. I'll show it to you. Um, but yeah, I, I just embraced who I am, and I don't overdo anything. It's just the way my my tiny little brain works. You know. <laughs> yeah, we should all. I'm the mule amongst the thoroughbreds. I'm just happy to be in the race. That's it. You know. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much, Jeff. Thank you. So for the Magic Word Podcast. That was Jeff Case, Scotty Hell. Thank you, man. Super kind. We've had a pretty full day, uh, so much so that I've had a difficult time trying to <laughs> pull away for a, a little bit to actually uh, give you some updates on what all has been going on here uh, today, and it has been fun and exciting. Uh, well, part of things, of course, I'm pulling away and trying to get some people just to do some recordings for an episode that will be upcoming, so boy, it's going to be good. Uh, my voice is kind of raspy because I've been talking so much to so many people, but right now I'm talking with John Allen from England. Hey, John. Hey there. Nice to see you again. And you as well, not only uh, because you've traveled all the way here, but it's just, you know, I I like chatting with you, but I was so excited to see your lecture here again. Uh, Didn't you lecture at Fector's once? I I have lectured at Fector's, yes, Mm -hmm. but uh, not not for a good few years. So maybe there's a... And you got some new stuff. Uh, I do. I do. (laughs) So it's good. uh, Yeah, definitely some new stuff, but I enjoyed doing the lecture uh, Mm -hmm. this morning. Uh, you must have gotten a lot of good feedback. Yes, I, I'm British, so I don't like to big myself up. But yes, <laughs> I was very well received. Yeah. Uh, I, I think partly because the kind of lecture that I do, it's mm-hmm. not just, oh, here's some more tricks, here's some moves. It's about this is what I do in the real world, and these mm-hmm. are the little touches that make the big differences. Uh, and I think it's a kind of refreshing for, for conventions. What would be one of the examples? You, you got me. Um, <laughs> just things like having a card chosen. Mm-hmm. You know, I could spend 10 minutes talking about having a card chosen and having a card signed. Mm-hmm. And that people don't think, why would you do that in a lecture? But there's quite a bit of psychology and, and all that, and it's about engaging with people. So it's just things about how to engage with people rather than just the tricks. I mean, there's plenty of tricks in there for people to do. Uh, people love the thing I did with a napkin. Won't say too much, but mm-hmm. the thing with a napkin of the child, which, child, which yep. is great. Uh, so I've had feedback for that. So it's all doable stuff as well. There's no really like yeah. heavy stuff. Yeah, not heavy knuckle busting stuff. No, you know? I, I, I like magic that's sneaky, mm-hmm. you know, but it's sneaky but effective. So, uh, so yeah, so I've had some good feedback and uh, sales were good. And I, I think it's because it, it, it is a bit of refreshing. You know, there's, there's guys here just incredible mm-hmm. you know uh, and they do incredible stuff have uh, you been staying up sessioning with some of these guys uh i have been sessioning a little bit mm-hmm. uh I'm, i was still trying to get over jet lag and it, it, <laughs> it wasn't working very much um but i you know i, I love i love seeing all, all types of magic I'm, you know I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a magic nut uh yeah. it's just the type of magic that i do is not all the slights and you know, there's a lot of bad angles with some of this good stuff. There are some good things that you were talking about. Well, I, I enjoyed what you just said about the uh, engaging with the audience. That was something that Kayla Drescher talked about then yesterday yep. Yep. Uh, when she was talking about engaging with the camera and about how that when you turn away from the camera, the audience is going to look yep. where you're looking. And then, of course, as well. And, yes. You know, I mean, that's the level of 
lecture they have here we have I won't mention me but we have you know uh, uh, we have Danny, Taylor, Garcia. Danny Garcia Rob mm-hmm. Zabrecki we had Sean Farquhar mm-hmm. so it, it's a damn good but lineup. they put you on on the same day with everybody else which shows that you are on the same level of all these other people don't don't count yourself short I thought it was a really good lecture and as you said you know, it did go over well you don't have to speak for yourself I mean I could certainly say that it was one of the highlights you know it was, it was very good very well done uh, I, I'm not surprised that there was a feeding frenzy around your table to kind of yeah. get rid of everything I know that you sold out of a lot of stuff then too yes uh, yes I did uh, which basically <laughs> means I didn't bring enough but I, I mean you know selling stuff is, is nice but yeah. for me yes I want to sell stuff obviously because I've flown over but it's just giving advice to people. Uh, I've, I've always said, if, if you just learn more tricks, you're at the same level you were before you came into my lecture. That's really true. But if you can take away some other things and apply them, that's great. Mm-hmm. I think it provides variety for the attendees. So, you know, uh, Sean's lecture was different to mine in tone, which was different to Danny Garcia's and uh, Rob Zabrecki. Mm-hmm. And he did one trick, was it, that he described? No, two tricks. You That's know, true. Two and, tricks. And, and the so same the, thing with Kayla Drescher. She just described the bottle cap trick, yeah. and that was it. And that was it. But there's a but, lot of information. Yes. And so you do want lectures for the magic. You know, we all love mm-hmm. seeing tricks and methods mm-hmm. and go, oh, that's really clever. Yeah. But you can't have every lecture like that. So there's well, a lot of Well, you were given an hour and a half, weren't you? Uh, I, I asked for an hour and a half. Um, and unfortunately, I, I did lose uh, the arm wrestle with Scott. Okay. So I had to do I had to do an hour, which okay. is which is really difficult, really difficult. I guess it was was it Sean that got the hour and a half? So I thought somebody got an hour and a half. I I, I don't I don't. It wasn't you, that's right. I, I don't know, but well, maybe I can do the second half uh, later. I'll see. <laughs> uh, well, as I said, it was uh, something that included. It, not just uh, tricks, but also good advice. And I think that the takeaway from this convention, I would say the theme would be to engage with the audience. Everybody seemed yeah. to be talking about that kind of a thing and the importance of not just doing magic for a big group, but to actually focus in on a person yeah. sitting there and do something for them, then move to the next person, You know, kind of, even if you're doing a thousand-seat audience. Absolutely. absolutely. And uh, it, it, I said it is a theme running through. And you know, I, I had a DVD set, and I wanted to... You know, when you think about what shall I call something, and I, I ended up with the word connection, mm-hmm. because that's what magic allows you to do. It, yep. it makes a connection with people. You don't want people just to sit there and watch you do clever stuff. Mm-hmm. You want to connect with them on whatever level is right for you. Right, right. And from here, you're going to, by the way, go to San Francisco. Is that right? Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm going against the time zones because the yep. clocks are going back on Sunday, <laughs> and then I'm going back uh, three hours to San Francisco to do a lecture then I'm down at the PCAM and then I finish off doing a week at the Magic Castle so I'm looking forward to it so the things that you have sold out of here I assume will be sent from the UK to well, there well I, I sent another box over there as oh, well okay. so uh, we'll see we'll see what we'll see so what in I other words do. people who are listening then right now are thinking oh man he's already run out of this stuff no he'll have some I'll more. have What's some more absolutely I will have some more stuff okay yes. yeah I, I let me just say that of all the lectures there was something at your lecture was the only thing that I purchased from anybody or even in the dealer's room. That's the only thing I bought all week. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Just to show everybody about how good this lecture is, if you get a chance to hear him or if you are going to be attending the PCAM, make sure that you do go see uh, John Allen's lecture then too. So very good. And be sure and tell him that you heard him here on the Magic Word podcast. Thanks very much, John. Thanks, Scott. Thank you. (laughs) So for the Magic Word, that was John Allen, Scotty out.
one of the other performers slash lecturers and, uh, that was uh, featured here at the convention is uh, my friend from Houston, Texas, and one who you have seen all around or at least have read his name in the credits of uh, great uh, television magic shows you've seen. Here he is. Doesn't need any introduction other than that. Danny Garcia. Hey, Danny. What's up, dude? How's it going, man? <laughs> Fantastic. You were well-received. You had a great lecture. I thought... Uh, it looked like a feeding frenzy, you know, <laughs> right on, at, your, at your table afterwards and everything. We're, uh, and then your show last night was just off the hook. What did you have, like three tricks in 15 minutes yeah, or something? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. It's just kind of rapid fire, man. It was. Especially how crazy I am. So I thought that some of those things might be something that you were going to be discussing today. In fact, I talked to many people who said, man, I hope he tips that stuff today. It's like, no, he didn't, everything. No, no, I didn't tip any of it, actually. That's right, that's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but some of this stuff uh, will be coming up in the future. Yes, yeah. I think the first two effects that I did, um, I did a thing with a frosted envelope where you can kind of see a card inside of it. Uh, and then whatever card they name, that's the ones in there with like no, no weird funny movements. Right. Um, as you, I guess you get to the test here. Did it look weird to you? Was no, there any kind of, no, no, okay, it looked very natural. Amazing. That was why everybody kept talking about it. So when, there was no switching. There was nothing, nothing funny about it. I mean, he had that out in view the whole time to perfect. our memory. Perfect, you know? perfect. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. Yeah, um, yeah so that'll be the first thing that kind of comes out. And then the uh, card to wallet, the second thing was the card to wallet. Uh, and so the card that, to wallet killed me. Thanks, man. Thank you so much, bro. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, and that'll probably be towards the end of the year next year. So, yeah. yeah. So, but as far as the last thing, I'm not, not doing that. Yeah. Do you, are some of those ideas things that you give David Blaine uh, or other people? I say give, obviously, you're consulting for money, but you know, when, you <laughs> give, when, you, when you share ideas, do you let him do them first and then you later put them in your show or vice versa? No, so I, like I have things for me like that I just like, I want this to be mine. Like this is something that I want to work on for yeah. me. And so in both of those, we're both very, very much... That's not I, something he will ever do. No, and not, not not, show. He's yeah, he's seen them, but also they're really not his style. You know, if you think about them, they're not really his. Mm-hmm. David's not going to carry a little frosted envelope around. Yeah, you know what I mean? I see what you're saying. Um, and the card to wallet is a little. I don't want to say too much about it, but like the the surprise doesn't really fit him too much. It's, mm-hmm. I think it's a little more goofy, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of goofy. So, um, but it but, fits you perfect. Yeah, it fits me. It fits my style. It fits everything. Well, yeah. so you're uh, frenetic. I mean, your style is very energetic and frenetic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, spaz is how I call it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it drains yeah. you, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I got to take a nap after that show. Have you enjoyed tricks? Uh, it's amazing, dude. Mm-hmm. It's so awesome. These people here, everybody here's so great. They're so awesome. Like. It's like a super. I, I think we were talking about it yesterday, man. I was like, this and a pebble. To me, I just I love both. Like they're very hangout and magic, like jam. The people are incredible. The shows are awesome. Like it's, yeah, man. It's, I'm having an awesome time. It's great. Have you gotten any sleep? You're gonna get that later. No, like that's I've been exhausted, man. Like I think we were out here till five in the morning jamming last night. Yeah. And so uh, so yeah, tonight's the night, and I got an early flight, so I think tonight's the night to get a little little snooze, and then the, the plane. Yeah. I'm, I'm playing narcoleptic, so you're kind of. Uh, Finish for the for the time being. Yeah, I mean, yeah. after your lecture, you're done. I mean, because I got some other people on since you were last night. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm done. I can just hang out now. Yeah. Yeah, man. So it's really kind of chill. Well, I thought it was great. Good lecture. Good show. And I'm sure you've gotten a lot of good reaction from everybody else. You know, that's Thanks, here man. at the convention. As Thank well. you so much, bro. Yeah. Always good to see you. And uh, good luck with the future and everything Thank else you, you're working on. There. Always great to see you, bro. Awesome. <laughs> One quick question. I'm sure that everybody's going to ask. How come he didn't ask that question? So what's the next thing that uh, or special that uh, David Blaine's going to be doing? Or when's it coming? Oh, man. 
you know. <laughs> That's your answer. There we go. But I, I say I asked. I asked it. <laughs> okay. That was Danny Garcia. Scotty out. Another one of the performers slash lecturers who was uh, another highlight. There have not been any lowlights. This has been just, I say lowlights. It's been a consistently top-notch convention with great performers. And I've got one more with me right now, John Armstrong. Hey, John. Hey, Scott. Uh, how's it going, buddy? <laughs> Fantastic. Awful good to uh, see you. Are you going to be going to any Comic-Con sometime soon, before uh, the end year's out? Uh, not before the end year's out, but like definitely like next year. I do all the normal ones I normally do, Comic-Con, Dragon-Con, all that. Just, I do a show at Dragon-Con, which is pretty fun. You so. do? Yeah. I do okay. my I do my act. Uh, you do the cruise ship act? or? Uh, well, not, I mean, I do my show, which is not necessarily just the cruise okay. ship act, but like I do it like uh, at Dragon-Con. And there I usually like add a lot of like references to like pop culture stuff, and yeah. it's a lot of fun, yeah. Because you got to have different things for different audiences, I would think. I mean, Absolutely. like the audience in the castle is going to be different from a college audience, from a different from. You were saying, like on Corporate, Disney, yeah. you might have three year olds in your audience, you know. So. Absolutely, yeah. There, I have to definitely work for the entire age span. You know, that's different yeah. than when we're in a corporate event where everyone's definitely, you know, way older and, you know, more tired after a long days of events. So, yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. You know, we're trying to. Are you, do you try to keep people awake and interested at the end of a long I think, uh, Aren't we all trying to keep people awake? <laughs> I mean, if, you're, if, if, if your goal is to put people put asleep with your mouth, Magic, then maybe maybe <laughs> something's wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's an interesting. Yes, I'm drive, definitely trying to keep them awake at the bare minimum. <laughs> the bare minimum. Has that been worked out for you pretty so, well? So 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 far, so far they have stayed awake. I can't say the majority has stayed awake. I'm sure there's some stragglers. You, yeah. <laughs> You hear a couple of uh, snores in the background. Yeah, of course. You know, yeah. Not much you can do for that. You know, true. I, I just true. recently uh, finished a show at a uh, retirement community, and I did okay. I think everybody stayed awake. <laughs> you know what's really great about doing tossed-out deck at a retirement community? They just want to sit down anyway. Oh. Oh, yeah. I, that's right. It's like when you sit down, okay, got yeah, it. I just want to sit down anyway. Anyway, that's my joke. All right, yeah. go on, please. So it's like working in an Alzheimer's clinic. I did that once before, and I, when they asked me, you know, I, I said somewhat jokingly, do I do the same trick over and over? And, of course, they said no, that uh, it's really more for the families and the nurses and the staff because right. they were really worn out and they need sure. to be entertained. Sure, sure. You know. So, uh, this convention, you yes. have you attended tricks in the past? Yeah, like 10 something? years ago, I think, as a, as, a, as a performer lecturer, yeah. And then okay. this is the second time I decided to dedicate my life to stand-up magic, which is interesting. And, yeah, um, yeah it's been fun. This is an amazing convention full of amazing people who are super attentive, super really interested in magic. They're all hanging out. They're jamming. It's just really great. It's just a great group, and I'm, I'm super honored to be here. I was saying earlier, I think this is going. This could very easily be the next 4F convention that could eventually turn into an invitation only because there's only so much room here for people to come in, which was right. the restriction they had at Factors. But not only that, you have a lot of young people who are coming and they are sessioning all night long. The way that you know we used to really a lot at Factors, but right. now as everyone got older, you know everyone's going to bed earlier, just like we were just sure, saying, sure. you know. But uh, so you don't have people hanging out as much as before. But here you do. I mean, it's an yeah. exciting buzz. I mean, I was up until right 3 a.m. last night. Yeah. And it's great because, you know, half the time I'm talking about, you know, like detailed minutiae of scripting for the cruise ship show. Yeah. Some of the time I'm doing card tricks and just bannering stuff back and forth. It's been a great mix of, like, people who want to, like, 
talk about philosophy, talk about business, talk about tricks. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really great. Yeah. I thought that was interesting also in your lecture and talking about your journey. In fact, you've got a book just on that, on yes. your journey. So. How to Win. Tell, tell about that a little bit. Oh, sure. I'm happy to plug my book. Uh, <laughs> my book is called How to Win. It is a uh, routines and uh, essays and routines for the stand-up magician. And it's basically, uh, it's in three parts. First part is a general sense of essays about my journey going from close-up magic as a primary focus of my uh, my time in magic to stand-up magic being my primary focus. Second part is about um, these five things that I've discovered that if you apply that as a view lens for you to watch your own shows, um, is ways to improve your shows to make them more engaging more and more important and more in the now so people actually respond better to you. And then the third part is just uh, is four really great tricks that hopefully support the uh, things I've support that I'm talking about in the earlier parts of the book. So yeah, yeah. that's a nice synopsis of the of the outline, I guess, of the book. It is exactly the outline. And where can people go to find that, by the way? You go to my website, cardjohn c a r d j o n dot com. Big link. It says buy John's book, and then go there. And uh, it's, yeah, it's good. It's people seem to really like it. I I had people buy it who I was very surprised. Would A, want to buy it because they're Already big names? Yeah. And uh, Levent just gave me an amazing quote about it, saying that like I've, I, I made an amazing blueprint for people to go down for this road. And uh, Ian Kimball, who is also a big proponent about going from stand, close-up to stand-up, and uh, Brent Braun said I could, this, this book will save you uh, two years at the minimum. So like it's great. I'm having a lot of... Uh, I, th- I thought it was something that needed to be in the marketplace. I was actually coming up with something that is not just there. It's not just a book of tricks. It's something that's not been talked about, and uh, hopefully people get something out of it. I was just talking with a young man who is just on the cusp right now, and this is the direction and journey he wants to take. And he said, you hit him at the right time and you got the right book. And he was, like, first in line, I think, to go over and uh, and get that. Michael. Michael. Oh, yeah, Michael. Sure, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's great. So, uh, good stuff, and you're really helping magic, you know, everything that you're doing. And well, I'm trying, man. I mean, I, it's, I, I'm also making money. I'm not, I'm not doing this through the humble. It's, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not, oh, thank you so much. Uh, no, it's, I also, I'm, I wanted to write making something that was important yeah. to me and uh, also, you know, uh, put, my, put this out there, make a legacy, but at the same time, of course, it helps buy the baby more clothes. So more for Maddie. That's more right. for Maddie. All for Maddie. All for but, Maddie. It, but the fact that you have started out, I guess you'd say starting out as a close-up magician, having one close-up magician to the Academy of Magical Arts yeah. and other kinds of things that uh, that you have accomplished as a close-up magician to kind of put that behind and then go into, as you said, parlor is different than, than stand-up. Sure. So, Well, parlor is a form of stand-up. Stand-up is the umbrella. Parlor is stand-up when it errs towards close-up, where it's less about being on a stage, a large group, having to have lights and sounds and things like that. Um, that is platform magic. Platform magic is when you are more erring towards stage, where it's about, like, you know, you're going to have to need amplification, you're going to need lights, you're going to need a, most likely a raised stage, right. so on and so forth, yeah. I like the uh, fact that you have identified, okay, this is what I've done and I was known for, but I'm not afraid of going forward because I think I'm going to be successful and I'll be known for this new area, which which you are, uh, have, have become known and becoming more well-known as you're starting to do that. As you say, you kind of, I think it's important to kind of address the elephant in the room of saying, okay, you guys thought I was a plunger guy, you know, really now right. I'm the tie guy or something. You know? Well, yeah, it's fun because I come out... And I do. I go right into the first routine, which is a hundred percent a stand-up magic routine. It's a, with my, it's a it's a ring ring routine type with my tie. And then I the first thing I just say is, "Who here expected you know me to come out doing <laughs> card tricks with a small plumbing device?" And everyone's like, yeah. you know, yeah. And so 
it's nice to see like shock them into like wait a minute what's he doing now and I like to think of it as like a, a lot of great artists you know reinvent themselves and that's just sort of this is on the reinvention train that I've been on for a while and you've done it you uh, are moving in the right direction and I'm, I'm happy for your success and wish you nothing but the best for the continued future thanks man I Appreciate guess it. we're going to continue to see each other at cold conventions last time we were at Winter Carnival Winter Carnival it was awesome we went to that diner that's right, that's right. <laughs> and, and uh, yeah no I'm, I'm always happy to hang out with you Scott it's great <laughs> it's fun so with the Magic Word Podcast, that was John Armstrong, Scotty out. Welcome to Shazam, the podcast that, no, sorry, the wrong, one. Wrong, wrong one. Wrong, wrong podcast. One. <laughs> Darn. All right, we'll the, get there eventually. Uh, Saturday Night Public Show is over, and that was Kayla Dresher. Hey, Kayla. Hey. And John Allen. Hi. Blake Boyd. Hello. And Zabrecki. Au revoir. <laughs> so, the show was over. Did you guys have a great experience? It was a lot of fun. Have you guys worked together before? Or? No. You know, and, they can't um, see you shaking your head. We're never working with each other again. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. No. Have you worked individually with each other, the two of you, or the uh, two of I you? Or? I've, I've yeah. actually never met these three people. Until really tonight. That's right. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's the first time we first time we met. But I'm familiar with everyone else's acts and material, but I've never been on the same show as the other three. Yeah. Yeah. And Super cool. How did you feel? Really gr- happy that I went first, so that then I could watch everybody. <laughs> that was awesome. I know when I talked with you earlier, then John, you were saying it's just uh, I was getting a little bit nervous about the show. It's, uh, yeah, it, it's just wanted to do a really good job because you know you've got your peers in the audience here, but you've also got the public, mm-hmm. and we want them to go away going, you know what, magic's that, that's really good. You yeah. Know? So, and, and I think every one of you proved that, particularly Kayla, when you you know did uh, <laughs> the great thing that had full pen and teller, you know, with the uh, with Stump, with one of the volunteers, you know, in the card trick. That full pen and teller? Yeah, David Cassero. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, yeah. uh, what, did, what, what did I do on Fool Us? No, it was, uh, it was a yes. David Cassero. Yes, yeah. I did Corsaro's uh, All About You, which is like a go-to of mine. Right. And it's just a brilliant routine because it's all about them, but also you get to have some fun byplay and personality and get to know people. And right. it just ends up being a really great interactive piece. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, understandably at full pen and teller because it's, it's brilliant. Now, this is just part, Zabrecki, of your show as far as like a microcosm of everything that you have kind of done. Isn't that right? Or? Yeah, I've been doing longer shows uh, at a theater in Chicago called the Rhapsody Theater mm-hmm. where it's a 75 minute show so doing 20 or whatever I, I ended up doing tonight 22, 23 felt really it was challenging I was going to say is that harder or easier? It's, it used to be the goal of my life to have 20 minutes <laughs> and then that was a big thing to accomplish and I did that and then now doing 20 minutes is still hard yeah. Uh, so yeah now it's come to the point where it's, it's hard now in a different way because you know, you, you want to perform all your little babies, your little gems, right? And how long are you going to be at the Rhapsody? Uh, I just finished a run there. Oh. Uh, so nobody uh, can see you then? They? they can't see me, but they can see Kayla is starting a run soon. And then maybe next year, maybe Blake White will be there. Who knows? Yep, Blake, are you awesome. is it possible? I'm so down. It's possible. <laughs> and the year after that, we'll have John. Thank you. John will come. Okay, in the meantime, Assuming Kayla, <laughs> get the visa. I'm help, trying to help you, man. Thank you. <laughs> and Kayla, I know you've been working at the Chicago Magic Lounge, but I didn't know about Rhapsody, so tell me about that. Yeah, so uh, I've been at the Chicago Magic Lounge for the last year doing, uh, we moved there a year ago, and so I've been doing the bar twice Jeff. a week. And who's Jeff? Bibby? Sorry. Bibby, Je- of course. Jeff and I did not move to Chicago together. No, uh, he was already there. Yes, he was already there, just to be very clear. Um, yes, uh, Je- Bibic is uh, one of the best bar magicians ever, you know, and I get to watch him once a week at the bar, just absolutely make a killing, and it's amazing. Um, and then, yeah, I'll be doing a run at the Rhapsody mid-January to mid-February. 
Uh, so I'm really excited about doing that. It's exciting. Has Carissa been there? or At the Rhapsody. At the Rhapsody? Yes. She was actually the first performer to uh, do a run at the Rhapsody. So she did it. She was the opening show. Okay. And David Parr, was he working there as well? Was that I don't, uh, I don't know. who all else was working? I haven't David Parr did. No, he, he has not worked the Rhapsody, no. Okay. I don't think so. Because I know he was in Chicago and doing I something. the Chicago Magic Lounge. I think he had a residency there of some right. sort. Right. right. I think that's what you might be thinking And about. that's separate. That's what I was thinking about. So there's two separate, there are two separate theaters. There's no affiliation. Other than Chicago's a great town for magic. Uh, how far away are they from each other? Uh, 20, 30 minutes in a car. Oh, so it's kind of the neighborhood-ish. It's yeah. like, I, I always say it's Pasadena versus Hollywood. Okay. The Chicago Magic Lounge is on foot, and it's an area called Andersonville where you can kind of just wander in and yep. and buy a ticket, and it's it's great. But Rogers Park is a little bit of a destination to get to. Uh, it's a beautiful 200-seat theater, so it's amazing. Cool. Uh, great tech, a big old big old uh, stage, big curtain. There's an apron. Great tech, great uh, uh, staff. It's just it's a really. Uh, pleasurable place to work. A lot of fun. A lot and of fun. Blake, you got some things working on right now, I guess. You're consulting with some people, or what are you getting ready to do next? Uh, always consulting. Uh, I've got a run in two weeks coming up at Keller's in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. So if any listeners in Pennsylvania. <laughs> in Philly or whereabouts? In yeah, Pittsburgh? In, in Pennsylvania. Uh, I forget It's a big where. state, you know. It's at the theater called Keller's. Okay. <laughs> Look it up. I haven't been there yet, but it looks awesome. <laughs> And, John, I know you're going to be, we were just talking earlier about that. You're heading to San Francisco, and then you're going to be at PCAM coming up. Yeah, PCAM, another convention, but uh, more exciting than that, if possible. Uh, I'm doing a week at the castle, which I've been back to to for like eight years. So I'm in the parlor, in the parlor, and I'm so looking forward to that. Just the best place on earth. That's fine. Unless somewhere else wants to book me, in which case. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You should be listening to this then as well. Yeah. And, Kayla, you're going to be staying in Chicago for quite a while, I guess. Yes. Yes. You have no plans to, to move now that you're there. You're kind of uh... please no, yeah. Okay. We're we're good. Yeah, we packed. You don't up have any plans enough. to go with like a Champions of Magic back on tour or anything? No, or... no. I'm trying to stay more home. I mean, not that I am right now because I'm gone every uh, pretty much every week between now and January, but. Uh, uh, which is awesome, um, but no, no rejoining of tours anytime soon, unless of course someone wants to book me, and then yeah. you know we'll talk. But one of the quick question then as well is: Should Zam become obsolete then yet or not? Oh, of course not. No. I didn't think so. I'm yeah. doggone it. No, no, we're working on it slowly. <laughs> Season five is being recorded right now, so uh, fingers crossed okay. for a speedy release. Thank you guys very much. I'm not going to keep you any longer. It was a great show, a lot of fun. You can tell by the audience reaction, the standing ovation. Thank you, Zabrecki. Thank you, Blake Voigt. Thank Thank you, John Allen, and also Kayla Drescher. Thank you guys very much. Thank Fantastic. You. Great. Thanks a lot. Good show. Thank you. This is Magic Word. Scotty out. <laughs> well, the convention is over. The party is over. And now is the cleanup of all the confetti and all the chairs. And we don't usually this, have this here. This was the year of confetti. This was the messiest, seems like, Con- tricks ever. Every yes. other person had something they were cutting up or tossing yes. on the floor or yeah. throwing away. By the way, I'm with Scott Robinson and his lovely wife, Jan. You guys did a wonderful job both evenings. Thank I thought you. of kind of uh, playing back and forth and being our masters of, and mistress of ceremony. Like hosts. Ho- yeah. Our host, yeah. Thank you. yeah. Since you're the host of the, of the whole party, this whole convention weekend, it was uh, great to see you kind of up there then as well. Great uh, choices as far as the entertainment. Uh, you know, the talent was great. It, I booked them, so I agree. I, I, su- I, <laughs> I congratulate agree. you. All of them were fantastic. It was really an amazing really year. Good. 
I, it really was an amazing It's going to be hard to beat. It is going to be hard to beat. Yep. So maybe this should be the last tricks. <laughs> nah. 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 We have a couple more in us. No. I know sometimes that there are some uh, bumps in which that someone there were has. Bumps. Okay, there, like there some are people that couldn't come at the last minute or whatever. Yeah. Anything well, happened this year? Uh, most of the bumps, so my I consider my job is to make sure that when the bumps happen, you guys never know. Mm-hmm. So did you notice any bumps? No, that's no. what I said. It was just like yeah. a, a swan going across the yeah. pond. You know, there was just yeah. beautiful. We had a couple little small tech issues. We corrected them the next mm-hmm. show. And, um, yeah, my team's so great. Right, they because they get together. We get together after every night and go over what worked, what oh, didn't. Yeah, night. absolutely. So not like after the convention, but every oh, night. No. That's every a good night. idea. Actually. And we and meet before. right before the first yeah. event. We meet for an hour and go through everybody's responsibilities and make sure they don't forget what our philosophy is. And we have dinner together we Thursday have, night. Yeah. I think. And we have two people dancing, if right. you can call it that. Oh, man, I should have the video oh. going right now yeah. to record yeah. this. <laughs> That's the Zabrecki, the Zabrecki shuffle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so much like uh, on well, Seinfeld. We need to tell you know, them what's the, going on. It's Tiffany Allen and <laughs> Kayla Drescher. Kayla Drescher. Doing the, yeah. And, uh, and doing the Zabrecki. And I, I see, uh, I see uh, Tiffany is tearing up a photo of Boris, which is yeah, good since he Boris wasn't wild. here. I like yeah. that. That's fantastic. Because Boris is a traitor. Yeah. Yeah. I think he is too. Yeah. Yeah. Used yeah. to like him. Yeah. But such a fun convention and a Thank good you. job. You know, congratulations to you. And so all what was the your favorite part? Well, I was going to say, by the way, that as far as what you guys do before the convention and then you said each evening, I am going to uh, suggest that other convention organizers do the same thing if they if they don't already. I don't know. Other, I know at the TAMN we don't do that. I mean, that's a, it usually is after the convention's over, like maybe a few days or a week after that, after it's kind of settled down to decide. But I think that if you address the issues each immediately, day yeah. immediately, I love that idea. I think people should consider that. Yeah, it's uh, we've done we've always done it. It's mm-hmm. part of the Slight Club philosophy. Uh, I think one of the most important things is for a convention to understand what their purpose is. And all conventions aren't the same, right? Right, right. But we have something very specific. And and one of the things that's most important to me is that everyone that comes, newcomers, feel like they're part of it immediately, right? So we have certain things we do. Yeah. To make sure that happens. So, and we go over that. And I, she'll tell you, I, I drill it into the guys. To yeah. re, this is the most important thing is treat this, treat everyone here like your family. And we do feel that way, you know, certainly. I think, you know, again, this will eventually and probably sooner than later become an invitation only because there's just not room for everybody and people are going to find out they're missing the boat on yeah. if they don't come to this convention. Yeah. So, what did you like? It's pretty special. What did you like, Jay? I, Besides I, me. I liked everybody. I liked that it was the year of Billy Hake yeah. um, because we miss him a lot. But yeah, so I'm, I'm thankful I posted that, that video last year. You know, yeah. I had the yeah. link to that. So let me so. tell you. Yeah, I'm thankful that we were able to remember him. and Explain that what's going so on So Billy uh, was one of my oldest magic friends and was very close to uh, my family. Yeah. And he passed away about a month ago. Mm-hmm. Unexpected. Very unexpectedly. He was a slight club. Yeah. And last year we had done a video of him telling one of the famous stories that he tells, the boxing right. monkey. And we put together a special deck of cards yep. for him and, and had a pin. And lapel pin. Yeah. And, um, and we miss him a lot. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't the same having. He wasn't the guy him. who said, uh, What's in my drawers? 
you know, the no, that, that was Max. Max. Okay, no. they didn't have no. that this year. No, okay. no, we have to. This year, Scott made a huge mistake, which turned out to be great for a convention. Mm-hmm. I overbooked it. I booked way more talent than we normally do. Which why I had two. Uh, That's why we shows. had two public shows, yeah. and both public shows were really good and really different. Yeah, I mean, we closed with Sean Farquhar one night, and we closed with Rob Zabrecki the second yeah. night. Yeah. Pretty diverse shows, and, and yeah, I'm very happy with it. They were, and I think actually the lecturers as well were all diverse, uh, but you were asking me, you know, what was my favorite? Uh-huh. I, I really have to say that Rob is, you know, Rob Zabrecki is someone that I don't see often enough. Yeah. I've just got kind of a quirky little uh, um, thing I like quirkiness, you know. Yeah. and it's very unique. There's no one else like him. Nobody can. Yeah. yeah. And I brought him here because I love his work, and right? He's theatrical. And, and most people wouldn't, you know, the type of magic I do and known for, they wouldn't. But I love him, and I, I knew... The audience would go, what is Scott thinking? And that's what I like watching the audience. Yeah, yeah. I almost enjoy yeah. watching the audience as much as I like watching him. You know? Yeah, but I, I knew they would be going, like, what's going on? And then all of a sudden you realize you're seeing an artist, yeah. right? And it's, uh, I thought it was just fantastic. So. It's not just magic. It's no. the whole thing. Yeah, like it's it is. Just the character the is yeah. so it's well defined. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, was, yeah. it was fantastic. It yeah. He knows who he is and just... Embraces it and rolls. That's true. Yeah. Start and, to finish. Yeah. And one of my favorite things was that someone who never performs decided he wants to perform again, and that's Danny Garcia. And oh, yeah. he performed last night mm-hmm. and did three tricks that literally people fried were dumb, fi- fried magicians. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were inexplainable until we explained. <laughs> but but they were just fantastic, and he was yeah. fantastic. The, he was. Just the whole weekend was. I can't even. We had yep. so many people. John Allen was great, and John Armstrong was great, and I'm going to forget somebody. And Kayla was great. What was I love just... most about this year's lineup is that all of them were so welcoming and embracing, like for everyone, and yeah. took time. I saw them taking time with everyone, anyone who wanted to sit and chat with them, yeah. and they just. What was that young man's name last night? I couldn't. I couldn't remember. Kelly. Jack somebody. Jack Kelly. Kelly. Okay. He's a local. I can yeah. see he's going to be somebody. Who's he gonna is going to be somebody special, yeah. isn't yeah. he? Yeah. So yeah. he's got he's natural fantastic. charisma, and uh, I like to give someone local a chance. Sure. Last year was Brian Saint, who did a fantastic yes. job, and this year Jack. Uh, Jack's only twenty. Yeah, he can't drink yet. He can't drink. Yeah. And. Uh, Kind of wise beyond his years, understands yeah. his brand. It was great. Yeah, yeah I enjoyed yeah. that. Well, again, start to finish, this whole weekend was great. So as we close, tell me, do we have the dates for next year? We do. We do. It's always the first weekend of November. Janet, yep, Janet whenever kill, time. Whenever kill time. Whenever it's the, the time change. change. <laughs> yes, it's the time change because it gives us an extra hour. You get an extra hour well, tomorrow. Well, what it really is, even though I say that, it's really the first full Thursday, Friday, Saturday in November, right? Okay, yep. So that's the 7th, 8th, and 9th, because next year, Halloween is on Thursday. Oh, okay. So can't really, you know, there's people with families. and I that see. would, Yeah. So yeah. next year is 7th, 8th, and 9th of November. There we go. Yep. And so we go to the website, then again to... Uh, in February, it will be updated, and registration always opens. Tricks.com, or what is the... It's tricks, T-R-I-C-S, 
Convention.com. There we go. Yep. And register in February. In February. And don't miss it. No, don't miss it. We have a lot of cool stuff planned. Very good. Congratulations, Janet, Scott, Robinson. Thank you guys very much. Thank you, Scott. It was wonderful. See you next year or also some other conventions between now and then. Yeah. And Merry Christmas. Thank you. So for the Magic Word Podcast, that was Scott and Janet Robinson. And I think that's a wrap for this year. Until next time, Scotty out.